Do you love what you hear on the podcast? Please go to Buy a Cup of Coffee. The Radio Horror link is in the show notes, but it's on top of the Twitter page. Or you can just go to buymeacupofcoffee.com backslash Radio Horror, and you can help support the other podcasts here on the Radio Horror Network. Donations go towards cloud service and new equipment. Thank you. Welcome back to Goth Girl Horror, the Hack Slash Podcast. We've been away for a little bit. Hopefully you caught our last show where we had the creators on for the Hack Slash or Army of Darkness vs. Hack miniseries 1 through 6 with uh, Daniel Leister and Tim Seeley. And tonight we are returning to another miniseries of Hack Slash. Hack Slash, Son of Sam Hain, issue number 1. And joining me for this episode of Hack Slash is Greg Elner. Hi. I uh, haven't been around for a while now. I was I wrote up the uh, timeline that's been in a few of the more recent things. Right. Definitely. Um, it's the, uh, the, uh, the official timeline to uh, include everything, which uh, we haven't had an update of the timeline for uh, a couple of years since uh, Hackslash versus yeah. uh, The Crow, the 15th anniversary special. So uh, I wonder yeah, what's coming for Hackslash. Yeah, right now all we've really all we have going is the uh, Kickstarter hardcovers. Yes, various, with uh, the little play. short stories in them. Yeah, which I do also look into, which are interesting, but that's another thing entirely. Right, I haven't read the second one. I have the first one in um, digital format because I don't uh, I don't necessarily need those omnibuses as, omnibuses as I have the uh, individual issues. Oh yeah, it's that they have. Um, Basically, there was what a, a friend of a certain uh, champion of Ness was doing when he found out that he was taken away. It's they, as with that certain champion of Ness, they never actually say his name for legal reasons. The um, this uh, miniseries took place uh, not very soon after the events of Army of Darkness, right? This was, uh, yeah, in terms yeah. of, like, the real it's life... Hard to tell. It's hard it, to tell exactly how far after, but it's it doesn't seem too long after. Maybe a couple months, maybe even a couple weeks. But publication-wise? Oh, in terms of publication? I think it was... A couple of years. Yeah, that is true. Uh, that, it, it was uh, 2014 was when it came out. Okay, and then uh, Army of Darkness came out in, what, 2012? That came out in... That was actually the same year. Oh, it was the same year? Yeah, it was the same year. It was a, it was a little earlier, the same year. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but then after this, we have a bit of a break before... Yeah, after this, there's a break. Okay. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But anyway, so the first issue uh, is uh, Hack slash Son of Sam Haim, number one. Uh, cover price on is $3.50, so it's not quite $3.99 yet. Uh, did you have the uh, plot synopsis for this issue? Uh, I had for this and 
the one after, but I uh, I do have a summary of the general events. So, yeah, why don't you go through the summary yeah. of the, the, the yeah, plot synopsis yeah. for issue number one? Just the, the, yeah, as far as I can, all right. So back in ancient times, it's hard to tell exactly when it is, but based on the fact that they're like cavemen in the imagery, it pretty long ago before Akakios and the black ambrosia for all of that there were these things called monsters they were kind of like orcs uh that were um all around the earth they call it the darkness that came after the light you've heard this story before and the pre um, prehistoric man managed to somehow drive them down under the earth. In more recent times, they've been following someone by the name of Morinto, uh, who is a king among these monsters, but, and has, they have been uh, still hunted by people. So they're not exactly too uh, much on the surface, literally and figuratively, but in any case, that that's the uh, threat that's been around. Then, but we fast forward to the modern era, where it's sometime after Army of Darkness versus. Just across two pages, maybe one, there is each they write out hack slash, but in each of the letters, they're they're showing without saying anything what's actually happened to Cassie. She is unable, she's pretty much unable to deal with the fact that Vlad died and also unable to deal with being just in a peaceful situation. And so because of that, she left uh, Margaret and the baby Sani and has been traveling on her own. She seems to have removed all of the contacts in her phone, uh, all of anyone remaining except maybe Cat Curio. And she crossed over into Texas where she has been uh, self-employed as a bounty hunter for normal people. During one of her jobs, she finds that her target has already been trussed and tied in his trailer, especially, essentially he was gift wrapped by this man named Delroy a monster hunter. He's a old, bristled kind of man, not like broken eye, a lot of different things wrong. Doesn't really work out as he may have intended because she's not exactly a people person. And he, while he does try to recruit her into fighting monsters, she turns him down initially. Not that long after she does agree to actually follow him because she is hallucinating Margaret out of probably guilt. And she decides to just go off and she tells herself it's not a permanent situation, but it probably is. And she goes and agrees to follow this uh, man in whatever he intends on doing. And they, uh, go off to do some recon 
for a they, they go off to do recon to find what this Marinto is doing because for some reason uh, he thought that uh, inviting Cassie along would be good for her. I think it's actually probably a horrible idea. And pretty sure that's is that where uh, there's a it's a bit of a difficult way of splitting into I have a second issue the way that I've had these things covered I've had I've only been able to get copies that are the entire story so is that where it ended with no there's the whole plot with the kid we'll get right into it because we gotta we gotta we gotta get into we gotta I gotta I gotta edit that entire plot synopsis anyway (laughs) Um, sorry about that okay Um, anyway short short version we found they they found this orange-haired kid all right. And have been following him. The uh, who is probably the son of Sam Han. The script in this is by uh, Michael Morecci and Steve Seely. Morecci, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Morecci is the one who actually wrote it, and along with a lot of other things, and, and Steve Seely also. But as with a lot of these other ones, Tim Seely is doing like the overarching idea. Yes. Um. Steve Seeley, his brother, uh, is the other person on this uh, script with Michael. Uh, Steve has... I've reached out to Steve to try to have him on the show about this, but he has declined. Um, Emilio Lesio is the GLAAD Media Award for Outstanding Comic Book. Um, I'm assuming this is Dr. Afra probably, that he won the award for. I'm trying to find it right now. But he's also worked on Marvel's Spider-Man Velocity, Star Wars Rogue One. But it would make sense that he would get the GLAAD award for Dr. Afra, as that is the Star Wars bisexual. Oh, yeah, most likely it's for Afra. Star Wars bisexual character. Um, yeah. The uh, So his artwork is uh, pretty awesome. Uh, Michael um, uh, Moresi is going to come on the show. He'll be on to talk about uh, the next few issues, uh, which will be great. Um, right in the uh, credits page, I love the flashbacks to previous hack slash story, origin story. It's all in black and white, so it's like you know the flashback sequence, which is uh, pretty nice. Um, I have uh, cover A by Stefano. What is on cover B by Cameron Stewart and Rico Renzi? Let's see. Uh, the... That was... Oh, okay. So it's got uh, Cassie and the kid on it. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, mysterious kid. Right. And then there's he's, also he's a... Like uh, maybe, he's like eight or something, it looks like. There's also a variant cover image of Cassie um, holding on to... I'm assuming she's either pulling down her pants or she's just hooking her thumbs into her waistband of her belt around her booty shorts uh, with her back to us. This yeah. is drawn by Seely. Yeah. Have you seen this? I think I have seen it. Okay, it's I've on the. Uh, seen a lot. Well, it's on the. It's the bubble for the uh, Twitter account. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it looks like she's pulling her pants down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a this, phantom. This is, this is a silly thing. He he does what he does. <laughs> it's a phantom variant. Is the name of the book. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a uh, whoever the company is. Phantom. Yeah. 
So uh, anyway, so some of Samhain uh, has been used in many things. It's songs. Uh, it's in songs. We have Son of Sam, obviously the notorious serial killer that talked to a dog that told him to kill people. We have Samhain, of course, the spirit of Halloween. Uh, and Samhain was, of course, a character here in Hackslash. And we'll get yeah. more into who this kid is uh, as the book goes on. So these troll-like cave monster things that open up the book before the Hackslash uh, little flashback that explains what happened to, um, you know, Cassie and, and uh, Georgia, the uh, are is very much out of like right out of like Conan the Barbarian, the Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, especially uh, I especially was getting uh, Lord of the Rings vibes from the sheer number of these orc monsters. Like it seems like while the slashers, you have these really tough people who you got one or two maybe five maximum and they're hard to take down this seems like the type of thing where you've got hundreds and you can mow them down but it's still difficult it's a very different more pulpy take on uh violence for this series yes indeed yeah it's it's like it seems like it's just a very it's different and it's the type of thing that has it's been around and it was in this it's in this mini series and it doesn't really come up again. They don't really do this type of thing again. Uh well, a little bit, but not nearly to this degree. But the some of the weirder stuff that I saw was some of the terminology, especially when she's when she's talking to the hallucination, she calls her Georgia. She doesn't call her Margaret. She Usually, she had stopped calling her Georgia a while ago, so it means that it seems like she's just trying to distance herself from pretty much everybody, including the idea that she cares about these people. Yeah, that's her uh, her big mo because she deletes uh, you know Cat's contact as well. Yeah, it's hard to say if she deleted it or if she put it back because that's the only one we see. Right. I mean, Cat will eventually return, too. Yeah, she will eventually return, but it's difficult to know because that's the only one. We didn't see it being deleted. But, yeah. And then there, a weird thing with Delroy is, yes, he does seem like he's a stand-in for Vlad, which I'm pretty sure she is well aware of, considering how hostile she tends to be. But their way of actually fighting is kind of reversed. He is usually Vlad would be the one who would run in and tank everything because he's essentially Jason Voorhees. Uh, but the, now, and but this guy actually uses a gun instead, and Cassie is the one who's running in and attacking everything. This uh, big bounty hunter guy is my new favorite character, Delroy. I don't know if he survives throughout throughout the series, but. We'll get to that eventually, since it's just issue yeah. number one. The monsters in this are freakishly horrific, which is really awesome. And I do love the fact yeah, that the, the worm uh, thing. And I do love the fact that the comic book is not broken up by ads at all until the very end. Sometimes with Image Comics, they'll put them in the very back, or sometimes they'll put them in the middle of the story. Yeah, I think that they've 
it depends on the book, but this one they did it a lot better. Yeah. And now well, here, here, here's my question though. D- you know how Marvel and DC and other companies, Archie, uh, will have the ads that are like Procter Gamble or movies and video games and stuff like that to pay for their for their comic. But Image never really got into that. All of their house, all their ads were in house stuff. It wasn't like other companies were buying space in Image Comics. Huh. Well, I think part of that is a symptom or a. Uh, way of showing that this is of the way that image actually works, how people tend to go to them with projects as opposed to them using their licensed properties. Right. So they are advertising other people's work technically, but it's theirs. Like, unlike something like DC, yeah, they could be hyping up the next Batman, but everyone expects the next Batman. So they would be maybe addressing the new movie coming out, which is technically not in the comics. The um, we well, we've talked about the hack slash movie before. We were actually supposed to have the writer. Oh of one yeah, of the that, that's another thing entirely. But scripts. yeah, I meant more like because more recent DC. Comics Greg, hold on, hold on, hold on, Greg, 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 Greg. I think there is a delay between the two of us. I'll pause. Okay, yeah, there's some kind of delay with this call right now because every five minutes, every every other time we talk or whatever, it's I don't think you're getting the last thing I'm saying. It's getting cut off to you. Uh, I think I can hear it. Okay, because I every everything I'm saying, every every piece or whatever, at the very end of my sentence or whatever, it's getting it it it, it, it seems like you're not hearing it, and there's no pause between us, I've, and then you start talking. Okay. I don't think you're intentionally interrupting me. I think it's just because you can't hear the last thing I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Right, we'll see. Um, these creatures are something right out of like H.P. Lovecraft, uh, Charles Band movies, um, Stuart Gordon films. Do you agree? Uh, maybe not Lovecraft. Maybe the maybe the worm things. But definitely a, like a pulpy type of enemy. Like they aren't. The type of things that go bump in the night that you would see in previous stories. This is more like a war. Right. A war underground, but a war. Like, this is not really... It's... In short, it's not subtle. It's not subtle at all. So... It's a very different type of threat. I don't know if I would really equate it to any of those specific authors. Again, the closest I would say is Tolkien. This kid is, um, we're not given any context of who he is, so we're not going to get into it in this issue, but he's a mystery and he's got a, he's a biter too because he takes a bite out of Cassie's arm and then runs away. And she took a bite out of that guy's throat too. Yeah, ouch. Uh, and then our yeah. couple of our uh, resident troll people, which again look like something out of Lord of the Rings, go walking into a room with a giant cocoon of uh, like a cocoon tree with all sorts of disgusting monsters hanging from it. And that is how we end our issue. Yeah. It seems that based on the other things that we had been hearing from Delroy, that they are, it might have to do with that Atan Sulu thing god of darkness that they used to worship and was locked away at the end of the back of the issue there's a preview by the way for something called roach limit this september go beyond the limit i don't know what that is and then i is for iconic for image with a giant picture of spawn 
And then uh, Low from July of 2014, another comic book I don't know. Image puts out a lot of comic books, people. Can't possibly read them all. <laughs> Overall, uh, decent start to this miniseries. Um, I have my issues signed by both uh, Tim Seeley and his brother Steve Seeley. I think the reason why they were advertising Roche Limit is because Marecki actually writes that. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, Greg, where can people find you? They have any great hack slash related questions they want to shoot your way. Oh, I've got, uh, I have a Twitter on it's Gregory Elner, G R E G O R Y E L L N E R. That's the most likely. And I also actually, I do a bunch of reviews for various comics and other related properties on multiversitycomics.com. You can look on there and also look for my name under there, which includes annotation column for various things, hack slash as they come out. Fantastic. And you can find me over on the rest of the podcasts that I do in the Radio Horror Network. Um, you can also find me on uh, my comic book, uh, graphic novel, audiobook, The Vlada Dracula Tale. And we have a new prose novel coming out soon that's going to connect to all that. And I'll be back in a couple of weeks with issue number two of Hackslash Son of Sam Hain. Murder is 